Oh, hello, hello. Yesenia. DeAndre, hi. Hi, how are you? You you woke up and chose violence this morning. I logged in and y'all were instantly talking shit. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's you know, someone has to talk shit every now and again. That's just how it goes sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm going to get everyone to turn against you over here trying to talk about my under eye bags and shit. Beauty takes a while. It's Saturday. I don't have any reason to look cute. Look, you can even see my like mustache coming in right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whoa. I, I, did. <laughs> I we we I, I can't see your mustache through uh your webcam, unfortunately. Uh I'm I'm sure you've got tweezers that'll take them little hairs right out. Dude, oh my god, speaking of real quick, uh while we're staying on the topic of beauty, uh my girlfriend did my eyebrows. Not like fully, but like she like uh, what did they cut? Like plucked the some hairs here and there, uh, a mm -hmm. few days ago. Oh my, that hurts so bad. I've never had that done to me. I was like, "What are we doing? Can we please stop?" And she's like, "No, we got to do the other side." And I was like, "The other side? No, this hurts like hell. Like people do this stuff." Uh, it was it was the worst. Yep. Dang, she hecka loves you. She's like grooming you already. Yeah, uh, and she's like, "Oh, at least your eyebrows don't connect to your." To your hairline anymore and i'm like yeah fucking great i would have preferred to stay ugly if it meant going through all this pain that's how women mark their territories once we start putting you onto our skincare routine and grooming you you are ours <sighs> if that's what it takes sure i'm willing to deal but speaking uh, of deals um today's episode of soft and boiled we have a special guest who will come out on the other side of ace but stay tuned as we talk about our different life paths uh we kind of talked about this in other episodes specifically more of like deandre's and i's uh choices and how we've lived life after high school uh but we have a special guest who chose a completely different path than us uh so ace take us away so we can get started on this episode tuned in to the soft boiled podcast with deandre and yesenia your one-stop shop for all things relationships now sit back relax and enjoy the show uh just a quick disclaimer uh he he doesn't have to come out uh he's not coming out as far as i'm aware of to anything or have any admissions <laughs> i she said that and i was like wait a minute he's not coming out as far as i'm aware of first time on the podcast Coming out. I want the world to know. Um, I mean, you're coming out to the podcast like as a first timer. That that so... can be skewed. I'm coming out <laughs> to the podcast. He's coming <laughs> on to the podcast. Yes, yes, whatever. It's in the morning, <laughs> y'all. Let me live. Oh, we're gonna let you live. Uh, and while you're over there living, we're gonna, as some of you have already heard, his sweet, sultry voice. We're gonna let our boy. Mr. Adam, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have a brand new member uh, of the Ramen Raiders into the fray. You probably heard him on Simmering, uh, but this is, as Yasinia said, his soft boiled debut. Mr. Adam, introduce yourself. Tell us a little something about yourself. What's up? How's it hanging? Howdy, howdy. Uh, yeah, I'm Adam. Uh, I am. Uh cis straight white male whatever you want to call it um from the bay area as well currently living 
across the so country. Gender, yes. Yes, yeah, cisgender, that thing. Um, yeah. Um, in a long-term relationship. Uh, happy, by the way. That's important. It's very important. Yeah. What else do you want to know about me? Uh, we're going to get into that so much more. Uh, I think, I think that's, a, that's, a, that's a good start. Oh, actually, uh, how, how, uh, how do you know the ramen raiders? Where did that all start? Ooh. Well, it was, um, one long night, uh, many, many <laughs> years ago. No, uh, we all grew up together. Um, I've known, I think Ace the longest technically, um, since elementary, but you know, he remembers it better than I do. He knows me. <laughs> think he knows me longer than I've known him. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Funny how things work. Everybody out. else, high school, um, and I mean, you guys, college mainly. I think oh, yeah. I met Dean once in high school, and I was like, "Who is this dude?" Yeah, I think I sort of remember that. Was, I, was, I was crossing paths yeah. once or twice, yeah. and it was, I think it was like, Josh's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I still think Adam and I have the best story because oh. uh, be, for everyone <laughs> listening to this lovely podcast, Adam is the reason why I know the Ramen Raiders. Um, we had sociology together and we talked here and there. And one day he told me to come sit down with the group. So I did. And he got up and left. Uh, okay. I'm going to tell how I remember. Um, you left me with this group. You I got remember. Yeah, it was like adult. It was like adult daycare. <laughs> I remember nothing. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember it at all. I remember you sitting down. I do not remember leaving. Um, yeah, I sat down and you got up like literally two minutes later. I was like, all right, I gotta go. And then I was left with a bunch of people I didn't know. And now all those people are my besties. You didn't know me either. You just sat down with me. You just trust you... strangers too much. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> And here we are with the whole last podcast. And here we are indeed. Uh, I know we got a little bit ahead of ourselves. So uh, let's let's circle back. Not like all the way to the beginning. But uh, yeah, this episode is about like life paths where we where we are now versus where we thought we were going to be. So, Adam, since you are the guest of honor for today's uh, episode. Yes. Yes, that is you. Mm. Uh, tell us, uh, what's, what's like, you know, what are you up to in life right now? What's your occupation? Uh, what are your goals? Things of that nature. Do you have any like long-term plans, short-term plans, goals that you want to meet, goals that you haven't reached? Uh, things yeah. like that. Well, yeah, what's going on? Um, in the military, I'm in the Navy. Uh, I've been in about five years and some change now. Um, and yeah, so I'm living in Virginia, but I'm going to be moving to uh, Washington soon. Um, Back to the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, there's, in terms of like long-term goals, uh, it's either to, you know, get my degree commission as like a physician assistant or um, try to go do that out like civilian side. But I, I don't plan on staying in the military if uh, I can't get that at least. I don't want to stay in Hmm. No, I was going to say, how long do you see yourself staying? I have uh, like five years left on this contract. If okay. if I can't get anything by the end of it, I'm not staying. I'll mm-hmm. be getting out after that. Okay. So at least within the next five years, I know I'm going to be doing that still. And probably uh, that'll be the whole time in Washington. And then, um, yeah, I mean, see after that, 
it, that's just career wise, but like life wise, I'm trying to buy a house, man. Like I want a house. I want to try Yo, to save money. Wait for that market to crash, bro. I am. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's like the main things that I have is I've just been thinking about like going to the next level for myself because I want to get my degree. Yeah. What, how, get... how, uh, what drew you to the military as opposed to, you know, anything else? Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> so I was like, I was in college still and, uh, I got my EMT cert and I was like, well, I can either do this, go be an EMT, go fire med route, or I can um, go military, do medical, which, you know, I do medical right now. Um, and it was, it was a toss up, but I, I figured ultimately, like, I didn't think I was going to grow as much if I went the other way. And I wanted to get out of like where we lived, um, especially because I could kind of just see myself getting stuck really easily. Um, and I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't want to end up, you know, I wanted to go farther with myself and be able to accomplish the things I wanted to do and even find out what I wanted to do. Cause I didn't even know still. Yeah. I, I, I definitely hear you on the whole, like getting stuck thing. Cause I, I I'm one of those people that I look, I like, I've, I've moved around a bit. I'm sure and I think everyone on here has moved around quite a bit, whether it's like within a certain area or in your case, or even in my case, also like across the country to, you know, find new ventures and greener pastures and whatnot. It's such a rewarding experience, uh, going somewhere else and taking, uh, excuse me, taking new opportunities. Uh, like in my case, going to Georgia for three months and living out there for three months. Side note, uh, I hate living on the East coast time zone. It's the absolute worst like it's hard it's yeah. it's definitely hard mm-hmm. especially hey, when... but low-key i still don't forgive you for that because i thought you were moving to georgia forever i didn't I think know we you all were did. Only going i think uh, I, I think i was it was i think it was gonna be you know longer it sounded like you were gonna be there for like a year at least yeah i definitely yeah. did uh have plans uh on staying a little bit longer than i did but uh I, I, I can get that into that. So I can get into that a little bit more later, but like, but, uh, yeah, the East coast time zone absolutely just sucks. Monday night football well, starts at like friends eight o'clock. still on the West coast. Yeah. It and makes, they, you know, it they want to go and yeah, every, for them, they're in a chat at, you know, let's say 8 PM, but I'm already in bed. You're in bed. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Monday night football starts at eight o'clock. It ends at like almost midnight. <laughs> You know, uh, it's, you know, East Coast time. We got to do something about you guys. <laughs> but we're, we're welcome to have you back on the West Coast, man. You could be in the right time zone. <laughs> I'm excited to come back, honestly. Yeah, um, our also, you're going to be like a train right away. And I've been wanting to take the train up there. So we got plans to visit you already, even though you don't really know about it. <laughs> True. I mean, I've heard I've heard little little snippets of people coming up, wanting to come up, but It'll be a, a decision to make when I'm actually there, I guess. See what it looks like. We're going to kidnap you for a weekend. Okay, you got to ask Sam. <laughs> we're going to kidnap the both of you. What the heck? Okay. I okay. mean, we have to meet her, duh. Yeah. Maybe not all. Actually, no, she can handle it. She can, meet, she can handle you. She can meet all of us at once. I think so. I think she would like you guys. 
uh what was i just had a, oh yes uh i was gonna ask uh when you were younger what were like some things that you thought you would you would be doing like i uh, went a bunch of yeah i i i can talk about this forever i had so many different ideas um, <laughs> i think I especially i think we a all painter. did a painter yeah, honestly painter um like painting houses or just like like no, on a canvas like, like an, like an artist, like, like an artist. Yeah, like the, exactly. I wanted to be an artist when I was a kid. That's crazy. And then I wanted to be like a tennis player. I wanted to be an architect. Um, and then firefighter. All right, Ted Mosby. I know, right? Really, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to do, and it was I was working at a part-time job, just like as a busser, I think. And I was like thinking, but like this can't be it. Like, what am I going to do with myself? Um, like, what direction do I want to go? Because I'm in taking the classes i need to go i need to have a direction for it and i i thought to myself i was like i just wanted to help people in some way i was like well how do you help people like medicine okay let's let's delve into medicine see what i can do and then i was like okay what's a good stepping stone that i can at least get my foot into and that was what drew me to the emt route um because it wasn't such a commitment of like you will have to you know like a you're going to have these long shifts in a hospital or something, nothing like that yet. I just wanted like a, like a introduction basically. Yeah. To, to the medical field. Um, but when I got the classes, when I was taking those, I was like, well, I think even the Navy at that point would be a better way to, uh, get my foot in the door because that way I can actually work and see all these different sides of medicine and then decide what I actually like about it. And if I like it at all, um, and I do like it, and I I've, I've actually found you know that direction finally after five years. I mean, hey, as long as you find the direction, <clears throat> at the end of it all, uh, then I think that's worth it, as opposed to you still you know being stuck and still searching for the answer or the thing that's going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Or the thing just, that at I, least get you to your goals. I was just glad that I like I knew I wanted more. Um, you know what I mean? Like, mm. there's one thing being um, passive and okay with being there, and it was a whole other thing of like I'm not satisfied with this. Like, and I want it, I don't want to just sit here and wait for something to change. I want to change it. You are the change be the change <laughs> no hell yeah that's that's it's that's obama that's fucking awesome obama what a time that was uh <laughs> this is this is a quick aside but uh i'm not making this like a political one side versus the other side like at all i i just have to ask like do the tensions across the seas like do they worry you at all being in the military or anything like that mm, not really um but I've kind of I mean, been in a little bit now. I've kind of accepted if anything does happen, then I have a job to do, and that's fine. Um, I'll do it as best I can. I'm medical, like I said, so like I'm there to save lives. Mm. Yeah. And if I have to get sent somewhere to save somebody's life, that's okay. Look at this, a man of the people. <laughs> I, I imagine being in the medical field, you've seen some uh heinous stuff or maybe not really no you're not like you know front lines or anything like that you probably haven't seen guys coming back to you with like busted up limbs or anything like that but like 
I don't know. Have um, you seen your fair share of crazy things? A little bit. Uh, most of that I've seen that gets crazy was like during like actual procedures. Because um, mm. I worked in uh, pulmonary when I was at the hospital previously. So we did like actual like, um, well, like what are they called? Bronchoscopies and stuff like that. And um, so sometimes you would see, you know, some uh, a patient sat, the uh, O2 um, sats go down below like 90. And it's like everyone's like rushing now because it's a serious thing like he's not getting enough oxygen to their brain um but nothing like gory no not really um the one thing that i've seen like that was actually while i was here and we were doing training and um this uh freak accident the crane that there's two people on this like fixture and there was a crane that was grabbing something inside this big thing uh and the wire snapped it pulled it like shot up and they were they were kind of like hovering over the hole uh they like backed out just in time and it hit two of them in the hand and it broke both of their hands though and uh that was that was like the most and even then i was just like oh crap like is anybody hurt it's like hey are you guys okay (laughs) (laughs) but everything was fine Sheesh! Got everybody made that made out of that. God dang it! It was yeah, crazy. Uh, I want to pivot real quick. Uh, Yesenia, I know you um, are also in the well. I guess you could say medical field, so to speak. You're in like more so mental mental health, which is also very important, just as important as the physical stuff. Uh, you, we we sort of already know your story here on soft boiled, but uh, if you would please. Uh, regale us as to what you're doing now and how you got here. Um, so I'm currently a therapist at a community clinic. Um, and it's interesting because I'm so used to working with teens and now I work with all ages. <laughs> um, so it's it's interesting because basically like if Adam and I were to be in the same spot he would get these patients first and then to cope with what happened, they go, they come to me. So like Adam gets to like be there to tend to the physical. And then I get to tend to like the follow-up with the, like the mental impact. Um, honestly, somebody asked me this. I think social work might've always been destined for me, but honestly, I took a bunch of psych classes and really liked it. And then I was like, Oh, I, I guess I'll just major in psychology. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't really want to just be like an MFT, which is like marriage family therapist, because then you can't really do anything thought, with that. Afterwards. I thought MFT, I thought you were going to say that's it for motherfucking therapist or something. <laughs> well, that, now I'm going to start using it like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a much more cooler name, if I'm being honest. Yes. Um. So I got my master's in social work in case. I ever wanted to leave that individual therapy route. So um, I think eventually I've been told I'm a really great leader. Um, I've been told that, you know, I, I do really well with like running things. And so hopefully I can be like a clinical supervisor at some point, but ultimately I want to stay in the work because it does serve me and and I really like it. Um, I don't know what else I would be doing if I wasn't doing that. Sometimes I think about going back to school and doing like esthetician and like 
I really love skincare. Skincare has always. Why are you making that face? Huh? What happened, Adam? Huh? <laughs> I mean, you're yeah? coming. You're, you're talking over there making that stink because you're saying you're going from social work to. I don't even know how to say it. Esthetician. Esthetician. It just feels like a very weird lateral move. <laughs> yes, it's well. I don't know. That's like a retirement about, thing, you, do, you know, after the thirty years of social work. True, but I'd probably make more money as an esthetician than as a therapist. Oh wow! Yeah, because and then I work for myself. I create my own schedules. I love skincare; it makes me really happy. And you know, if I can give that to other people, it's the same thing that I'm doing now. And at the end of the day, like all people in beauty services are basically therapists. Like when you get your hair dyed or your hair cut or your nails done. You talk to them about all your issues. So it's almost the same thing. Um, but yeah, that's how I got here. <laughs> hmm. I had no idea about that, about your major. I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just focus on this. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I went to Chico, I majored in both psychology and gender and sexuality. Because hmm. um, they had a lot of cool like gender and sex ed classes. Like, I got to take a class on, like, magic, witchcraft, and religion, and how they're all similar. Yeah, Dean, your face was exactly the magic, face I made when I saw that class. Magic, witchcraft, and what was it, third thing? And religion. Religion. Wow. Yeah, so we literally had a class where we talked about, you know, the historical context of religion. We learned about Christianity, Catholicism, Islam, you know, everything. Um we talked about like the ongoing genocides of certain religions, like kind of literally what's going on right now. Um, we talked about how less. Uh, no, that's not really true. We just talked about how there's like certain populations that kind of go against religious practices and go based on like general like human connections. And, you know, that's kind of viewed as like witchcraft, so to speak, but not really. And then talked about actual like indigenous tribes that still practice witchcraft and how they see it as like magic and stuff. It was such a great class. It brought me so much education, especially like with what's going on in the world right now. I have taken that class. I understand it a lot better. Wow, there's construction going on. Hold on. I'll be. We're going to have to pivot to somebody else because there's like saws going on and all of that and i don't know if y'all can hear all of that so dean how did you get here <laughs> for the record we can't hear anything but if you need to go take care of stuff uh feel free to go go do whatever you need to um but tell yes them off. yeah <laughs> yeah tell them to turn turn your saws off for the next 45 minutes damn it. <laughs> um but yeah okay so while she go goes and handles her business mm -hmm. uh for me i am a well, I other than being a professional wrestler, I uh, I also you know have a job, steady job, good, uh, pays me pretty okay. I could be making a little bit more if I'm being completely honest. But uh, when when the time comes, uh, I will be uh, inquiring about you know give me a little bit more money in my pocket. Uh, mm. But no, yeah, my my job pays me pretty uh, pretty decently. I like the people I work with, and it's not too hard of a job, so that's why I stay. And they give me my days off <laughs> when I need to, when I when I need to go to a concert, <laughs> or if I need to go see Metallica, or go to AfterShock every year. <laughs> so, yeah, it does seem like your place has been really flexible with you since you've been there. Oh yeah, especially if, uh, like I had mentioned earlier, uh, I moved to Georgia for three months, and they were like fully supportive of me. Granted, I did have to put in my two weeks. Um, uh, and I did have to, you know, reapply and everything. Uh, so that part 
was kind of eh. I like I and I did think about going somewhere else and everything, but the job I was looking at wasn't there when I uh, came back. So it is what it is. But yeah, I'm back at my same company. Uh, they've treated me well and have been very supportive of me being a pro wrestler and everything. When I did need to, when I I don't travel as much now, just because traveling has gotten so expensive and everything has just gotten so expensive. Um, uh, in the last like two or three years, it's hard to, you know, justify hopping in a car, driving six, seven, eight hours for a show when gas is like over $5 here on the West coast. Um, and you know, making $20 on a show, $30 on a show, you know, and then, you know, doing that drive back it, it, I get it. You know, a lot of people do it for the love of the game, but I'm looking at it like bigger picture wise, like, I'm putting wear and tear on my car, all these miles. I'm putting wear and tear on my body because this shit is brutal. Uh, the costs, the cost effectiveness of, of this stuff is just not equating to what I want it to be. So uh, I'm traveling a little less now, but I'm still doing my thing. Uh, um, how I got to be in professional wrestling? Well, I've been a fan my entire life. Uh, I'll keep it sort of like general overview of everything. Cause I could go into this, like a whole podcast in and of itself, but, uh, I've been a fan like my whole life. I remember growing up, you know, watching, we all kind of watch the same people, you know, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, John Cena, Undertaker, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton, so on and so on. I could go on the ruthless aggression era was a time. And, uh, growing up, I never really said to myself like yeah i'm gonna do this i never said that to myself ever i, I just was 100 percent a fan the entire time and it wasn't until after high school that i started getting into like independent wrestling uh, uh or what we call the indies a lot of fans uh term it the indies which are comp smaller companies that run out of your local area uh, you know, shows that run out of high school gyms, clips you see on the internet of people wrestling in high school gyms and warehouses and backyards and street fairs, all that kind of stuff. So that's really, that, that sort of like encompasses the independent scene. Basically any company that you see running a wrestling show that, that isn't signed to a major TV deal like WWE or AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Major League Wrestling, so on and so on. Um, I had a friend when I was working at Six Flags in 2016, I want to say, I think that's when I started. I had a friend who was uh, training to be a wrestler and he invited me out to his debut match uh, right across the bridge. Um, and he and I went to the show and I had such an amazing time <laughs> that uh, I had such an amazing time that I went down there the very next week and I paid like $500 to this dude and signed a waiver and everything and i got i got training and a year later i was in the ring doing matches and here i am six years later still doing it still doing my fucking thing and uh, it's been quite the journey so far and uh, i've met tons of cool people uh made so many friends so many experiences been places that i never would have thought i've ever would have gone you know on my own time but wrestling has afforded me opportunities that uh, I'm super thankful for and super or super fortunate to have experienced up until this point. So are you trying to like go? Um, are you, I don't know how you would uh, what the terms would be, but like, would you ever go on television as a pro wrestler? 
Uh, that's, that's the goal for, I think everybody, but, um, to keep it simple, it's such, it's such a cutthroat industry that you could give and give and give so much of your time and so much of yourself and so much of your money to this industry that will do nothing for you in return. If that makes sense. Like I know guys and girls that have grinded and done everything that they're supposed to, you know, they call the right people. They, they, you know, shoot every single match, uh, professionally with their own like cameras and everything. If, if they have the equipment, they, you know, shoot their own promos with professional lighting and microphones. You know, they have, they, you would think that they were on TV the way they presented themselves, you know, but it just never pans out for them, you know, for one reason or another, maybe they're not the right size or they're not for lack of a better, for, I hate to make this sound racist or sexist, but like, you're not the right gender or you're not the right race. Um, because at the end of the day, what a lot of people don't realize is, yeah, just because you work hard, uh, and even it just can go for like acting, um, as well, or acting, or even like in the music industry, like just because you work hard, uh, in the lower ranks to get to that higher level, not only is there so much room at the top, uh, there, there has to be room for you to fit a demographic that they want to present. So Mm -hmm. for example, uh, if AEW comes to town or WWE comes to town, they will call people that I know, uh, you know, if I need to, you know, be like, Hey, I need to, I know the WWE is coming to town. Like, can you give me the contact for so-and-so so I can email them? Uh, you know, but if they're not looking for, you know, five foot 11 black guys, then I'm SOL. If AEW isn't looking for smaller black wrestlers or black workers to, you know, be a jobber for, you know, someone that is, you know, going to be prominently featured on the show, then, you know, again, I'm SOL. Everything you have to fit into a certain uh, mold because they are running a TV show. And if you don't, if they don't have a spot for you or they don't think that you would thrive in a, in a environment or a character that they can give you, then, you know, sorry, you know, try your luck next time when they come around or, you know, just keep trying and trying and trying. And if there is a spot available for you uh, to fit a certain demographic, then, you know, Hey, then, you know, your name will be called that kind of thing. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's 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 tough, but I mean, again, a lot of people do it for the love of the game. They've been doing it for X amount of years, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I don't know how much longer I'll be doing it. Um, mostly because, like I said, this is hard on my body and on my <laughs> mental health and everything. Like, uh, like I've already sort of started to see some changes in my body. Like my neck is stiff as fuck. Um, oh wow. Uh, and I, I don't know if it if it's because of the bumps to my head and everything. I do a pretty good job of taking care of myself. I've had like no big injuries or anything like that, thankfully. But I, I have seen like or I've noticed a sort of short term memory um, kind of thing going on where like if I say like, for example, like if I have to say to myself like, oh, I need to I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to grab the Gatorade. I need to grab that Gatorade out of the fridge. Right. I will go downstairs, I will open that fridge and I will legitimately be like, what the fuck did I come down here for? (laughs) And that happens to me all the time with everything. Like I will be at work and I'll be like, I need to go over here, 
to do something and I'll get there and it's like, why did I just walk over here? And then I'll go back to doing something else and then I'll instantly remember, oh, I needed to grab this. So yeah, I don't know. I need to get like a brain scan done at some point <laughs> if I'm being completely yeah. honest. Yeah, that's uh, that's not normal aging, man. Yeah, I, I believe me. Yeah, it's not good, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, as I and I also stated, I never saw myself doing this. I I wanted to be a firefighter or something when I grew up, you know. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, I think I could still be one. Like I know I'm a little older, like I'm 28 now, but like I don't know how young firefighters start or anything got, like that. The volunteers, like all ages. Um, yeah. And I then was, when when you start as that, you get picked up at by mm-hmm. actual one. So. Yeah, I was I, I was like I could I could see myself being a firefighter. Like I could give myself a little little better shape and then. Go like you said, be a volunteer or some shit, you know. Adam, didn't you want to be a firefighter? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned it. Um, that's why I got my um, EMT certification because I was, I had a like a, a distant relative who did some firefighting. He mm-hmm. was a, you know higher rank. I don't know exactly what anymore, but um, I knew that if I ever wanted to, I could turn to him to get an in in one of the places um, that was local. Uh, but you know, I just, I wasn't sure. And I figured I'd want to see more of the world first before I get set in something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. see more opportunity and see what else I could actually um, get into. Cause I, I felt like when I was considering fire, like fire med, um, it was because I didn't know what else there was. I just wasn't sure. But now I see like so many different routes. Um, at least when it comes to like medical, and like um you know um federal job type stuff emergency services um i know how much more there is now that it's not just uh just firefighting just fire med paramedic um and then that the hospital has so many different positions in it as well um and i found one that i want to you know um go towards uh, work towards uh, i even considered uh medical school for a little bit that's a mm-hmm. lot what makes your position um, so appealing to you? So, like I said, I wanted to do physician assistant. Um, I wanted the reason I was even considering medical school was I wanted something that was more directly in the the care of patients, but I didn't want it to be um, like how do I say? It? I didn't want to be like just a technician in something. I wanted to be one who made more decision making and had the actual knowledge to uh, help a patient directly. Um, but I know in the military, in the Navy, we have what's called um, IDCs, independent duty corpsman, and it's an enlisted uh, title that it's like a school you go to for like school uh, two years, and you become kind of like a physician assistant, which is like a step below a doctor. You're a provider at that point. You have a license number, and you get to make decisions and diagnose and treat patients and um, do everything for them, order labs, do whatever. Um, but again, I don't want to stay enlisted. I would rather, if I'm going to do that, then I'd rather get a degree out of it and get something that can relate to civilian life as well, so that I'm not just stuck um, serving, you know, for twenty, thirty years, however long it would be. Have you? Got, what are your so you say you've got five more years. What do the benefits look like for you after after that amount of time? Because I know the military has, you know, everyone. I, I Well, I don't know. I've never been enlisted or in the service, but I hear everyone always talk about 
you know, how good the benefits are and all that kind of stuff. So like how have the benefits, how have you benefited from, from those so far and what do you hope to get out of it, uh, in the next like five years? Uh, it's got some good stuff. Um, while you're in, I don't know about like veteran side of it yet mm-hmm. in terms of like not finishing your like 20 year retirement and getting that pension out of it. But, um, while you're in man, you like, you get tuition assistant assistance, which is like, they go up to, uh, a certain amount of credits every year they'll pay for the actual tuition for it um you don't have to pay anything pocket as long as you pass the classes um so you can work on your degree while you're enlisted you obviously get like free health care um you get uh one free elective surgery whether it be like a, you know something like braces or um getting your eyes fixed or anything like that braces um, like a boob job you can get a boob job yeah want it i don't know if males can but yesenia you've already got one what are you doing you going... i know but i'm gonna need to i need to get them redone in like 10 years well then you can join yeah whatever you want <laughs> yeah you, you can know? join the military does it sound if i marry someone in the military i don't i think dependents get it i don't know about that actually i'm, I'm gonna sure. let me go on here hold on <laughs> find her a military <laughs> but i just like the the stability of it right now um i have a you know i know i'm gonna get paid every first and 15th of the month and i don't have to worry about that i just have to worry about how well of a job i do for my own self and what i'm working towards so it's not a waste of my time when my contract ends because that's i think a lot how a lot of people end up um with nothing to do afterwards is you know they weren't ever working towards some like degree or even like a business or whatever it might be um, while they're in Jesus. Yeah. I'm an adult, man. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's hella <go> here. <laughs> yeah. I hate being an adult. You know, this this adulting stuff is uh is for the fucking birds, man. Where'd the time go? Mm-hmm. It really feels like man, it's crazy to think that like ten years ago we all graduated high school. And yeah. And my reunion it really, my yeah. reunion is Oh shit! When is that? Um, I think it's next. It's next Saturday. Oh my god! Are you, Are you going? going? See, I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone that's going. Well, I don't know if anyone that I know is going. I should probably start reaching out to people and be like, "Hey, are you going?" Because I don't. I like my worst nightmare. Right, my worst nightmare is I buy my tickets. It's thirty dollars, by the way. I have to pay fucking thirty dollars to go to this fucking thing, but it's thirty dollars. Um. I think you get like a free drink ticket or whatever. Well, like, it's thirty dollars. My worst Wait, nightmare. Free drink ticket. I think. One. I think. Uh, I, uh, single. Yeah, like one free alcoholic. Sorry, I'm an alcoholic, so I need <laughs> I, like five. I know, right? Uh, and my worst nightmare is I pull up to this thing, right, and uh, and I see nobody I know, and then I'm just there, and I take a look around, and then I leave. Because the people that I want to talk to aren't there. So then I feel like I wasted $30 plus bridge toll to, <laughs> to go to this thing that I thought I was going to have a good time at. And then I just ended up going home and playing video games the rest of the day. So that's like uh, kind well, of. At least your point. high schools had a 10 year reunion. We didn't. <laughs> but honestly, I would like to go to it. in fairness, a lot of our people from our year died. Literally, while we were in high school and like right after high school in the past 10 years, a lot of us have died. So it'll be a sad reunion if it happens. I mean, like the the 
thing of like not have not having anybody you would want to talk to there um i think you would be surprised to see how much certain people changed in 10 years and you might end up um you know having a, a decent conversation with somebody you didn't expect it back then i think that was the that's the kind of like the, the point of the reunion you know that's i wanted to go for that to see like nah the how point everybody's of doing is to sit there and talk shit to realize how much you've stuck in our people well i don't <laughs> then i don't want to go <laughs> yeah my thing is like i don't want to talk to people that i didn't talk to 10 years ago you know what i mean like well, i i don't want to i don't want to start a new connection whether it be for like that day, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to the people that I saw across the room 10 years ago and only had like a conversation here and there. I don't want to do all that. So you want to talk to the people that you already talked to? Yeah. So go talk to them. I know, right? Now, now I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, I'm like, I don't need a fucking reunion to have an excuse to go talk to these people. Yeah. Like, uh, of course, like, it'd be cool if, like, you know, some people that, like, moved away came out or whatever. But, like, you know, of course, there, you know, there's people that I'm sure that are in military or have military spouses that, you know, forbid, not forbid them, but, you know, uh, won't allow them to, you know, time constraints to, to come on out or whatever. But I don't know. And I think I'm, I think I'll just go regardless. But because I was talking about this with, uh, with Rex's girlfriend, because she went to, uh, our, my high school as well uh and me me and her didn't really know each other but we had mutual friends right well what are you doing exactly <laughs> oh okay but see that's different or it's, it's it's a little different uh so me and her we had mutual friends uh that i didn't really that i sort of kind of hung out with uh during high school i'd be interested in talking to them you know, because I there was a connection already there with them. You know, it'd be cool to, I guess, catch up with them. I guess I don't know in the sense that you were talking like someone that I didn't talk to like at all. It could be either or. Um, you know, like I would like okay, let's say it was somebody who you didn't like back then, mm -hmm. uh, and they happened to show up. And this could it doesn't even have to be at a reunion, but just in chance, maybe you see them, and they looked completely different, or they acted completely. Their demeanor was different, mm -hmm. and you happen to strike up a conversation and they're, you know, a, a, a person who aligns better with how you live your life now as well. And you think, wow, this is crazy. Like I never would have expected this from this person. Like, Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. It's funny you mentioned that because I did do that at one point in high school with someone that I knew in middle school. Um, <laughs> I, I straight up, I, I, it was like, this was like senior year. So you, of course, you know, we're all on our way out and everything. I, and, and I knew, and I liked him in high school, but in middle school, Oh, I hated this kid's guts. Oh my God. I could not stand it. He was annoying. He would like crack jokes. at like everything you would say, he wouldn't take anything seriously. Right. Uh, but over the years in high school, you know, he sort of mellowed out and everything. Uh, and I, and, and we kind of like grew like a little bit closer, not too much, but I, and I remember I was sitting in class one day and I told him, I was like, I was like, his name's, his, his name's, uh, John, uh, doubt who'll ever hear this, but yeah, his name's John. Right. I'm like, John, man, you know, you know, in middle school, I used to fucking hate you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I straight up said that too. <laughs> I was like, I used to fucking hate you, dude. Like, oh my God, you were so annoying. I used to hate talking to you. You were just, I, I hated every class I had with you and all. And he'd be like, really? Like, why? And, well, I, and then of course I told him all those reasons and he's like, he's like, oh man, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. You're like, you're totally cool now. Like, I think you're, I think you're fantastic <laughs> now. Like, 
Like that was Dude, like, I, like I felt yeah, comfortable I telling him that. So the opposite side of that, like I don't know if it's true. I feel like I was more annoying when I was. I think we all were, but I feel like I didn't like who I was as much as I like who I am now. And I always think about the time Bobby told me. You know, I think he was like, "Man, Adam, like, used to be so fucking annoying." But same thing, you're cool now. And that was, you know, somebody who I thought was my friend. I'm like, damn, that sucks. I know it just. Y'all be- were <laughs> I know what I didn't know. I was a bitch. I can imagine. Yeah. I can <laughs> Y'all think I'm bitchy now? Shit. As a mentally distraught teenager, I was a fucking bitch. Yeah, I could uh I could see Yesenia absolutely ripping if she knew if she knew like me or Adam growing up, I could see her ripping us to shreds. Or yeah. We're <laughs> in the same class and she just goes off. <laughs> If you were disrupting my education, I would have. Usually when people, like, disrupted the teacher or, like, was just being, like, immature, that's when I would say shit. But, like, regular small talk conversations, I usually, like, minded my own business. But if it disrupted my learning. Because school was my safe space. Mm. Adam, I was going to ask you, in terms of your experience with the military... Has do you feel like everything you've experienced was worth the decision? Uh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think it accelerated my growth as like maturity, sure, but just I think as a person. Um mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how to describe it like really, but I don't think it was like anything particular about it, just that it was like again, it's like it's this is real life, you know, this is a job and um it, there was no one there as much um to hold their hand mm-hmm. uh, and there was no one to fall back on uh, it's just i had to do whatever it was um i definitely appreciate all of the experiences that i've got out of it you know the good and the bad um take it with the grain of salt and move on you know um but i don't think it's for everybody yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember I tried. Yeah. Huh? I remember I tried. Did you? Well, for not like the active duty, but like the reserves. Yeah. I think oh, I, okay. I think I wanted to do Air Force reserves. Yeah. Because my my grandpa was in the Air Force. Um, not a bad idea. Yeah, and he was uh in food services. I think mm. uh, he was in there for a long, long time. That's how he met my grandma. When he was up mm-hmm. in Alaska, um, but yeah, I remember I tried for the military, and that uh, I tried the practice, the practice ASVAP, and I did oh, not, yeah. I did not do good. I think that was a time when I was, I was very much like trying to find out what I wanted to do. I think I was in, was it in college, or maybe like it was like right after high school. I don't remember, or maybe during high school. I honestly can't remember. It's all a blur. But yeah, I was like not doing too good in school. I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. Uh, and my mom was like, have you, have you thought about the military? And I was like, eh, not really. Uh, and so I tried the practice ASVAP and I didn't do too well on it. And then I just thought it was just like, yeah, they say, I'm just not even going to try again. So I ended up going like a different route, but mm. yeah. Looking back on it, if I, I, if I had applied myself, I probably should have gone for it again, honestly. I didn't look at it like I, I would just wanted to join the military. Like I knew specifically what I wanted to do. 
And so I, I, I knew what I needed to get on that test to get that job. And, um, like, you know, that's the reason why I did it. I wouldn't have done it mm-hmm. because I wanted to go into the military. I, like, I don't care enough for that. But what would you yeah. say has been like the hardest lesson to learn since you started the military or like actually um, since you left home? Because I mean, yeah, it's in the same breath, but like you, you really just left home completely, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was they like I was there me. one day and I know I left everybody, man. Left my parents. It was nice while I was still on the West Coast back then, but uh, not too far. Um, the hardest lesson. I don't know if it's the hardest one, but the one that I think about the most um, is. I I don't even I don't know how to make it sound like pretty, like nice words, but just that. Not everybody has the same mindset as me when it comes to how I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. Um, how I'm constant, I'm consistently thinking about bettering myself. Uh, I want to do more for myself. I don't want to just stand still. I'm not. I'm content, but I, I want more. You know, I think that's healthy. Um, but not everybody's like that. And I, I, you know, I see it in family. I see it in friends. I see it in. Um, co-workers even and that everyone's goals are different and some people are okay with to what looks like to me as um kind of just sitting still and that's what i don't know if it's like people just don't realize it or they don't know what to do or whatever but like that one is is hard for me to like grasp is that you know, everyone has obviously their their own path, but some people haven't even moved. They're just sitting on the path. Yeah. That's where that you continue be. to get older. Yeah. You want to, <clears throat> you want to surround yourself with like-minded people that share the same values and goals as you. And yeah, as you, yeah, it really does. It's, it's weird. Like when you get out there on your own away from your friends and family and you have to surround yourself with a whole new group of people whether regardless of whether they're your friends or not, acquaintances, coworkers, whatever, it's like, damn, you motherfuckers are are <laughs> losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like, out of like all the people I've really met, um, the <laughs> I think I've only met maybe a handful who actually aligned with like my values and mindset about life. Um, and I'm not saying like my life, my my view is better, or whatever, but just that. I I was in very few company with people who I could felt like we were going towards the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when I lived uh, in Georgia. I lived in a house with it was me, one two, me one two three four other people. So it was five of us in this little small ass apartment. All of us were we were all wrestlers, right? So yeah, surrounding yourself with people that eat, sleep, and breathe the same thing you do 24-7, yeah, that's going to help, you know, that's going to help your mindset, personally, you know, because you're all, regardless of whether or not one person wants to get signed to WWE or AEW or go go higher in their local area or whatever, like, we all share the same common goal of, like, we want to do this, we want to do this thing, uh, we all help push each other to the next goal and keep each other on track and everything, and, you know, it, it's fun coming home one day and, They've got fucking 
wrestler theme songs playing on the big screen TV for like four hours and we're all just jamming out to fucking Undertaker's theme song and all this kind of shit, you know, like, you know, that shit, that's, it kind of, it's that camaraderie, you know, mm-hmm. you, you share, you just, it's, it's, there's, it's like a good feeling knowing that there are people that think like you and they want to see you succeed and you want to see them succeed. Yeah, that's, um, very valuable and it's um it's very uh few people that you meet like that mm-hmm. um most con- like unless you're like in that actual circle and surrounding yourself consistently by it, but like finding those people is the hard part oh yeah that's yeah. that's hard yeah it's that lead up but also like recognizing how much you have changed because one you have moved so far away from us but i'm sure even like when you come back you you notice you're in such a different place in life than like the rest of us. Yeah. There's a level of like, um, like uh, discomfort with it as well. Uh, because like, you know, uh, I'll ask, you know, what's changing with people's lives. And it sometimes is literally nothing has changed in two years. And to me, that sounds crazy because two years sounds like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it makes me it's like sad. I'm like, well, like, what what do you need? What do you want to do? Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would get like that sometimes when I would come back from Chico. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little different living in Oakland, but I think I was just so involved with my own shit, and obviously going through hell while I was living out in Oakland. Uh, that when I would come back, it would be like this sense of comfort that at least I knew my friends were the same. Oh yeah, Adam, you said something about like discomfort. <clears throat> uh yeah, you said like it was uncomfortable. Uh I think yeah, it's it's super uncomfortable in the beginning, but obviously that goes away once you start finding your way. Yeah. Um like I I after, you know, I've met with people who um I could actually have talks to about certain things that I wanted to talk about um, and discuss and learn more. Um, it does get a bit easier um, just in the sense of like, it's nice that you see the, the progress that you or other people are making um, is actually going in a direction and it's, it's not just for nothing. Um, it's nice to see that the payout is worth the effort sometimes. The juice is um, worth the squeeze. Yeah. And, um, you know, even for those who I'm not aligned with, I guess, in that sense, um, I think that's okay, too. Everyone has different values and um, how they want to live their life. And it's it's not something like, it's it's just a thing, you know, it's just life. I'll even talk to my mom and she had a very different view of uh, like money than I do. You know, I don't, uh, I grew up poor. I don't really want to be poor anymore. And I don't feel bad about that. You know, I don't feel bad for wanting to live a certain comfortable lifestyle because money is value, you know? Everyone should, should want to live comfortably. Comfort's different for everybody too, though. That's That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't comfortable with it. She might have been during it, my mom, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I and I don't even know about my brother. You know, we're one year apart. We grew up together. Uh, he might have 
not minded it either, but I know I really did. Yeah, I remember like the best piece of advice I got when I moved. Uh, and it was like so simple, but it like kind of like meant a lot to me. And it was just, this was from a coworker of mine. Uh, he said, he said, he's like, he's like, if you're ever lost or if you don't know what to do, like you, if you if you get out to Georgia and you're just like, man, I don't know what I'm doing out here. He just said, he just said to me, you'll figure it out. And I think <laughs> you'll figure it out. Those are like some of the best four words anyone has ever said to me, because for the love of God, I did. Cause when I needed to, you know, pay rent and pay the uh, internet bill, help pay for all that stuff, like make up, you know, buy my own meals. I was on a meal plan and all that stuff. I had to buy my own groceries. I had to go down to fucking Publix every week and go fucking, <laughs> and go fucking shop. Uh, yeah, I, I had to figure that stuff out. I didn't ask my mom money for one time, I don't think, the entire time I was out there. I was actually like kind of proud of myself for that because that was the first time, yeah, you know, like like you, you know, being out on, on my own with no real guidance or help, you know, it's just it you 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 have to make it happen. You know? Mm-hmm. You you have you have to. <laughs> there is no sure, like you have a sa- I had a safety net of like four of the people in my in my house that could cover for me if I was late on stuff, but like I never was. Mm-hmm. I was on top of everything because I knew kind of like you said, uh it's your responsibility. It's all it's it's your life. It's all on you now. Yeah. So and even with like having your, your parent your parent parents available to fall back on as well, like, hey, what am I supposed to do with this or that? Um, you know, it's it's still different than never having to deal with it before all of a sudden. And uh, you might get that advice or direction, but like it's that first time for everything uh, when it comes to like real life stuff, it, it, it's nerve wracking. Um, and then finding your way through it and hopefully excelling with it, you know? Yeah, I think that was like the first moment when I kind of like, kind of like you realizing that I, I want more out of life. Cause it, mm. uh, I think for me personally, like it is the, the rewarding factor that I did it. You know, I found my way out of trouble or I found my way out of the hole and I found a way how to, I found the path to the life that I wanted and shit. I'm still, I'm still figuring it out now. Now that I'm like back home and everything, but I, I, I think I see the way now, like I've got plans, you know, I've got my own personal plans, but of course I have to take into account uh, an entirely different human being that I'm with (laughs) now. So it's like, uh, like sure. My plans may have to get put on hold so she can, you know, achieve her dreams and all that stuff. And I can help her along the way, but it's like, uh, like I've still got stuff that I want to do and everything. So things at some point, you know, moves, moves are going to get made. Yeah. It's always progress too. Yeah. You know, it's everyone's on their own timeline of things and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you, you being a, uh, boot up human being uh how how was it like what are what are you and her hers goals like like do you have like common goals that you both are working towards and like i know you both are obviously individual your own individual people like are her goals sort of in line with yours in terms of like scope of like wanting to do better that kind of thing like how Um, how do you guys manage that 
I don't think we're exactly the same that way. Um, although I we've had lots of talks about things like that, and I th I've hopefully rubbed off on her a bit. Um, but she she's more of like as long as she has like a roof over her head and she's got food and money to live her life comfortably, she's okay with whatever um, that would be. It doesn't have to have a monetary value on it specifically. Just so she wants to have the money to live comfortably. Um, and so she's talked about different directions that she would like to go into in terms of like uh, careers and everything. But um, uh, most of the, most of that moves have been on hold just because of this move across the country um, and hopefully pursuing it more there in a more stable setting um, instead of like having to deal with it with this move and everything and uh, you know, potentially transferring either classes or jobs or whatever it may be. Um, but she's like, we've had, like I said, we have had lots of talks about it. Um, I think we both understand how we want to live, you know, with each other and everything um, and what we want out of life. I don't think they inherently don't line up. I think it's just learning how to line them up together. Yeah. Um, like find that middle ground compromise exactly, on certain yeah. things. Mm -hmm. what, what's, I, like, yeah. what's her mindset going into the move to the West coast? Cause I don't know you, has she been to California, Washington, anything like that? Like it's she, like, you, she's uh, never been out of you've, Virginia. Man, you got to tell her it's a whole different way of life out here, man. Like I know it's an yeah. entirely different way of life out here from any other, like, uh, and I, I'm sure that's going to be like a big culture shock to her. Like the people, the food, the cars, the environment, the fast pacedness of everything. Like, I think she'll like it better. Um, she, uh, she's pretty over her hometown mm. where we're at, you know, uh, and she's always wanted to try living in Washington. Um, she's excited for the move. Um, unless she's hiding something. <laughs> no, that's um, cool. At least as long as both of you are yeah. excited, that's good. Yeah, no, I think it's a good thing. It's a good change of pace for her as well. And hopefully gets her a chance to, um, to yeah, to start working towards whatever her goals are, um, and give her a space to do that more so than her feeling kind of, you know, in the same way if I was still at home, was like uh, stuck in place and not sure which direction to go into, almost feeling like no opportunity for anything either. I was just gonna say, like, I'm glad you brought that word up, opportunity, because. I feel like me moving to the West Coast, move, me, me moving to California was like the best decision I ever made in my life uh, because it has afforded me so many opportunities to meet the people that I know now and do the things that I am doing now. Because I feel like if I was still stuck in Tennessee, uh, I wouldn't have any of this. This podcast wouldn't be here. You guys wouldn't be my friends type of thing you know i wouldn't i probably wouldn't have this pc i'm talking and i'm yeah. talking on right now this ps5 and xbox sitting next to me i probably wouldn't have i probably would, wouldn't be into the same type of music like i would probably be an entirely different person if i didn't move to california and it is like the best opportunity i think i've ever given myself and i really hope that uh you both uh when you come out here you know take the most uh of the opportunities that that being out here can afford you not to say that there's yeah. no opportunity like in Virginia or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but the oh, West yeah, coast, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. The West coast no, I've had is great just, things yeah, in Virginia, frankly. Yeah. There's just, there's, it's ripe. If you just mm. know the right people and just like you said, take, just take it, just take life. You know, I will never understand people that grow up in their hometowns and never leave. 
like I don't get it. Yeah, like people I mean, that live in New York, you know, they've lived there their whole lives, and they talk mm. they talk so much about New York and how they love the city and the culture, and, all, and that's great. Like I'm glad you have that uh, affection for your city and everything, but like there's so much more out there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't mind coming back, but like I don't really want to be there forever either. Yeah, like I would at least want to try living other places. Yeah, at least um, yeah, live somewhere else, experience new cultures and people and everything. You yeah. never, you you never know. You know, you might like it better. That's always yeah. that's always the thing. You 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 Dude, just never know. Virginia, I love Wawa. It is like one of my Wawa, man. Oh, I it remember. Is so good. I remember. <laughs> I went to a Wawa one time, and I was like, I don't need to go back here ever again. Granted, I'm oh. I'm always willing to go back to a place a second time. I, I'll be honest. I love it. Yeah, I think I think what I got there just wasn't that good. The breakfast yeah. I got there just wasn't that good. But I like I'd be willing to try it again. Yeah, it, I had no idea. You know, I would enjoy Virginia as much as I did. Um, I didn't pick. I didn't really pick Virginia. Um, it was just the best option I had. But no, like I said, it was. I've had great opportunities here. Um, I've had great things happen. Um, very thankful for it. But I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go back to the West Coast, at least for another three years. Maybe I'll be ready to go back after that. But I'm I'm ready right now. You know, Adam. I'll be honest. I think the reason you like Virginia so much is because you're white. I don't know about that. <laughs> I have no idea. If you were if you were my color, you probably wouldn't like it as much. <laughs> I can't speak on any, uh, you know, uh, anything like that because I haven't um, been in a position yet where I can actually say something. No, nah, I can't. I can't. I kept looking for it, but you kept, you kept looking. For, have to look for it. You kept looking for trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it good. Might that, be. That's exciting. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you guys and your move uh hopefully we'll get to see you both a lot more when you do come out this way like i said i'm already planning a trip to to go uh see metallica in august uh if you you or you and the girlfriend you know want to go you know shit we can coordinate getting tickets and all that stuff uh definitely it's it's We're just too... planning a trip to go up to visit anyway so You'll sounds like everybody wants to come up there then. Well, I know, for example, like Ace has never been to Seattle. I've never been either. About it. Oh, what the heck? So, yeah, I mean, it it stemmed from a conversation of like when Adam's move moves where I'm going to go visit. And then Ace was like, oh, I'm down. And then from there, it became like this bigger plan. But the joke is I'm serious. And if I could take the train, I want to take the train. Honestly, yeah, let's do it. I'm sure it'd be cheaper than taking a plane up there. Uh, I don't know about maybe I don't know. We can look into know. it. I know it's shorter on the plane. Yeah, it's we like yeah, de- oh, yeah most definitely. Yeah, yeah. I've never been. I've well, never I, been. When north Merrick of and I drove up there, I think we only gassed up twice. Yeah, I think it's about ten hours or so. It's a ten hour drive. Yeah, no, oh, I'm bad. not. I'm not driving. Fuck, nice. fuck all that. I'm over. I'm over long. <laughs> I'm over road trips. <laughs> I will say um, it is a very different uh, view than when I was in San Diego. I'll say that. So I didn't have anybody come to see me when I was there. Low key, mm. fuck San Diego. But I don't know that's why. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, what? That's it. I loved it there. I I've been there. I went there one time. and I have really negative memories of there. That's why. That's crazy. I thought it was a very it's beautiful nice to hear, city. You know, people want to come visit me now. Ooh. I want to no. come visit you, but <laughs> I don't want to be in Virginia. I'm a brown woman. It's the East Coast is scary for brown women. Yeah, I can't speak on. I have no idea. I I did look into Virginia 
plane tickets at one point, but they were so expensive. That's why I, I've never gone back to yeah, California. Yeah, I was like, geez. even even like my my Atlanta friends will tell me like, hey, you should you should come back out to Atlanta for like the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Let me look into the. And then I look at plane tickets. Uh, yeah, guys, I don't have eight hundred dollars laying around. <laughs> Those eight hundred dollars is a ticket to Mexico. That's two tickets to Puerto Rico. Like, yeah. No, I don't blame you. There's nothing really. I think the point if you came over to Virginia would be to see me and there's nothing. Y'all don't even have alcohol stores. <laughs> no, there are there's called ABC stores. What's yeah, it? It's but... an ABC store. It's just the name of the liquor. Like they sell all the distilled alcohol in those and they got uh total wines for everything else basically. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's weird. Is it like Utah where like they don't sell alcohol on like Sundays or something out there? Um or I don't know. There are like hours think, or days where like they don't sell alcohol like at all. I don't know if there's days, but like some of them close really early. Like on a Saturday night, you know, you want to go get in some more. Sometimes they're already closed by eight. Oh, like dude, the night has just started. Ooh, got to do your shopping early. Yeah, you better have enough for the whole night. <laughs> uh, the holidays, I think they close, so you need to get it beforehand as well. Um, that's, yeah, that's nice. Do y'all want to know some silly laws in Virginia that are? on the top of my head because of course I'm Wikipedia and no random shit. Let's hear Yeah, it. no? Yeah. Okay. So did y'all know it is illegal to walk a mule on the sidewalk in Virginia. Hmm. It is also illegal or, or not really illegal but there's leading you have to honk your horn while you're passing other cars. Those are the only two I can remember. <laughs> I know one, it's like yeah. it's illegal to tickle somebody without their consent. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a Virginia one, I think. You know, it's, um, it's crazy to me that these laws exist because something had to have happened for this law to have been created. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Like who Took was walking their donkey in the street? <laughs> There, I don't know if it's still a law, but there was something like whenever a refrigerator or like an airtight appliance that's higher than two feet is abandoned, you have to remove the entry doors. So like the refrigerator doors, basically. Uh, I don't know why, but failure to comply. You got like a fine or some shit like that. Oh, Adam, question. Uh, I know we're, I know we're like over time, but uh, I know we're going to probably wrap it up here in a few minutes. But this is more like a sports related question. Like what uh, what sort of like entertainment is there out there? Like how close are you to like the closest like professional team? Uh, or like do you go to like any of the college football games out there or anything like that? Like uh, there's William and Mary is close um, above Norfolk. Um, Norfolk? I know it's like a. Nah, fuck. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, that's like one of the older colleges, and they have games. Um, Norfolk has a minor league baseball team, I think. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't gone to Wait, a game. Wait, you said Norfolk? Norfolk. It's illegal to spit on a seagull there. I don't think I could do that. 
even if I try. And- yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure if you even tried to look at a seagull, they'd fly away. Wait, yep. wait, wait. Sorry, I'm cutting all of this conversation <laughs> off because I just remembered something. In Virginia, it is legal for a man to beat his wife on the courthouse steps in Stafford County as long as he does it before 8 p.m. Hmm. Good to know. Ain't that fucking wild? Anyway, yeah. sorry. This is Yusenia signing off with this sports talk because I don't really care for it. <laughs> DC is, you know, pretty close too. Um, I never gone to one of the Wizards games though. Mm. You don't want to go see Jordan Poole? The, uh, no, the bad bitch, honestly, the bad bitch Slayer. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, if it was like a Warriors game at DC, I would go watch that. Oh yeah, you want to watch the drama unfold? Yeah, I gotta <laughs> see Chris Paul do way better now. This is so crazy. <laughs> Actually rooting for Chris Paul. Who would have thought? Oh, man. Adam. 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 Uh. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, (laughs) SpongeBob. No, Adam. uh, We want to thank you uh, so, so very much for taking the time. I know it's been a long time since, uh, I know we've been trying to get you on for for like a month. Uh, yeah, or, or timing. It's, it's that East Coast West Coast thing, man. Same yeah, always. yeah. I know the timing. The timing is never in our favor, but uh, we're so happy. And actually, it's it's great that it's it's Veterans Day today. Um, yeah. So that you have, happy, even though you're not technically a veteran, but you're active. Yeah. Does that count? But happy yeah. Veterans Day. Yeah, people say that. Happy, happy. You know, Veterans Day to all the. People who are serving and who have served. Yeah, it's crazy that uh, I asked you to if you could record this weekend, and it just it just so happened to be Veterans Day. Yeah. I, I didn't even take that into account. I thought it was funny. I noticed it this morning too. Yeah, yeah. but uh, we thank you for uh, making the time for us and everything. I we really do appreciate it. It's been a long time coming, um, and we hope to have you on again if you'd like to come back. Pretty please. Sure. Uh, and next time we could talk about whatever the hell, up. whatever the hell you want to talk about. Oh man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The flo- leave it up to you, man. The floor is yours. Whenever you want to come back, man, shoot me a message. Shoot you, send you a message. Uh, like, hey, I got an itch. <laughs> mm. I got the itch. I want to come on. And uh, yeah, we'll make something happen. Uh, yes. And we also thank you for your service. Thank my recruiter. <laughs> thank the recruiter. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and he- you got any uh, final final parting words, Adam? You know, for the, for us, the listening audience, or anyone? Yeah, uh, just thanks for having me. Um, thanks for listening. Um, you know, uh, wear condoms, <laughs> drive safely. Teddy, drive safe. Um, oh, he gets <laughs> to say it today. <laughs> I've always won. Thank you, thank you, Teddy. Okay, that's it. No, that's it though. Um, thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you for being on. We really appreciate it. We really miss you. So it was nice to have you. Hmm. I'm gonna cry. Hell yeah, we can't have we can't wait to have you back in the sweet woman embrace of the West Coast time zone. And with that Um for all our lovely listeners. Oh damn, Dean was about to beat me to the punch. But I was about to say for all our lovely listeners. Thank you for tuning in, Teddy, as Adam says. Adam, insert insert here. Teddy, drive safe. And uh, 
you can always find us at our soft boiled page for any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, or future topics you would like to hear at underscore soft boiled. And with that, you oh, all have just been. wait. No, no, they haven't yet. Uh, they haven't. What? They haven't. Uh, Adam, any any socials that you want to pimp out? I, oh, I always yes. forgot. Oh, I'm. I don't really use social media like that. I ain't gonna lie. Um, no. I got Instagram, but I mean, it's it's if you can figure it out, it's water in a dam. That's I'm not gonna spell it though. <laughs> it's just water in a dam. Yep. And no, it's all good. It's all good. I had to I had to get that in there because uh, yeah. I know like people, some people like to pimp out stuff and whatnot. But hey, yeah. if you don't if you don't got nothing to pimp out, no skin off my back. Okay, now okay, you. Okay, now can we say it? Yeah, now now what have they? What, Jesus. What's Attention, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. You have just been soft boiled. <laughs> <laughs>